America's power grids are in the news more than ever. Now comes a recent study that shows a money-saving device found in many homes may be putting an inadvertent strain on the grid at a bad time of the day. Joining us to explain is Max Jung, a professor at Cornell's College of Engineering and faculty director at the Cornell Atkinson Center for Sustainability. Professor, give us just a short summary of the ways we currently use these smart thermostats. You know, a lot of us have those devices at home. They're basically a device that can learn your behavior and try to save your energy cost as much as they can. You know, which means they try to keep your temperature low in the winter when you're away and also keep temperature high in the summer, you know, when you're away. And then they can learn your behavior. They can sense there's nobody at home and they'll automatically adjust temperature settings. So, you know, I think those devices can do many good things here. Your study noted that today, the power grid has regular predictable spikes in electricity usage. So, any attempts to transition to green energy must be able to handle peak demands of electricity early in the day, which really isn't possible without fossil fuels. Tell us about the three scenarios you examined. The first one is just our current conditions. Many of us mostly still use natural gas or other way to heat the building. But even at the current condition, if you look at either our individual electricity power profile or aggregated over a region, you can see this ramping up of your electricity demand in the morning. We wake up, we turn our microwave and toasters, turn our lights on, right? So we prepare for the day. So even at the current condition, you will still already see this well-known ramping up of the electricity demand in early morning. This is the first scenario, the current condition. Now, the second scenario is that in the future, because we aim to decarbonize our grid, currently our heating is over 80% dominated by the fossil fuel. We want to decarbonize it. So we want to transition to electricity-driven heating like a heat pump, right? So now let's look at the morning profile. Then you can see much steeper ramping up of the electricity demand because not only we are turning on the microwave and toaster, but now we are heating our house using electricity. So demand will be much higher. So between that 6 a.m. to 8 a.m.-ish window, you can still see much larger electric demand. Now, this is the second scenario. So third scenario, basically we are discussing in our study, is that we are using electricity and the heat pump to heat our building, but also now we are using the thermostat, right, to control the heating. And what we found is a majority of us set the uh, thermostat at default setting for morning, which means because the temperature was set at lower level at night, around 6 a.m., you want to warm your house before you wake up. So now many of those heat pumps will start working around 6 a.m. Now you can see in the third scenario, much narrower and a much steeper and higher electricity demand in a very narrow window. That's a concern. But I want to bring this to a much bigger context. Now we are looking to the future. Into the future, most of our electricity is going to be generated from renewable energy or broadly clean electricity generation sources. So the key challenge is how we're going to meet the morning heating demand with renewables. 
Those hours, especially for those including myself in the northern part of the country, you know, unless solar with storage, solar not going to help that much. So I think that's a key challenge for the future. It's not a key challenge right now, but our study is showing we had to start working on this because this is going to be a major challenge very soon. We've been talking with Professor Max Zhang, a professor at Cornell's College of Engineering and faculty director at the Cornell Atkinson Center for Sustainability. Professor, uh, as we wrap this up, any final words for our listeners? The key strategy to overcome this upcoming winter peaking challenge is to make our buildings more efficient. As a society, we have to put more emphasis on thermal envelope insulation to reduce that demand in the first place. And hopefully we can advocate more program, more incentives to make every single building in the United States much more efficient. Very good. Max Zhang, thank you so much, sir, for uh, joining us today. Thank you. And that's it for this week's show. Special thanks to this week's InfoTrack contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks, Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.